Yes, yes, y'all. What's going on, Internet? The Black Hokage here, aka TVH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where I ain't no hoes, but I do think out loud here on anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast outlets. Today, in which I'm recording this podcast, is October 5th, 2018. And I want to kick off the show by thanking everyone who listened to the previous episode, which was episode 9, by the way. Y'all showed so much love, and it keeps me motivated to keep going, man. And the way I know that you guys were showing so much love is since the last episode we picked up a whopping 12 new subscribers so i want to shout out to jadarius bradley asante aline i think i'm pronouncing that right brandon jumper romeo deshawn fernando Espejo. i'm sorry my, my spanish is awful uh your name is just Juan. Juan, shout out to Juan. <laughs> you're the one. You're the one, man. Uh, Leonardo Gonzalez, uh, Joseph Hall, Joshua Lott, Ivan, and then the, oh my god, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Uh, I'm just gonna say your last name. Uh, Man Fro, Ielsis Mendefro. I don't know where you're from. I, I'm sorry. L Y O S I Y A S. I don't know how to pronounce that. Shout out to you, buddy. And last but not least, this was the funniest person who subscribed to me. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. The name of the person who subscribed to me, the 12th person, his name is <clears throat> Wavy Lord fucking Kantu smoking and training within the coding forest with Lunar Blade and fucking your bitch while praying to the Lunar God himself while in the hyperbolic time chainer getting wavy and mastering Super Saiyan God form while chilling with Lord Goku himself while watching Sham- Samurai Shampoo. Shout out to you for subscribing to the show. And if you want to subscribe, uh, all you need to know is you need to hit the big subscribe button on my profile over at anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. Keep in mind that you have to visit the link via the web browser. You cannot do it from the app. You have to go through the web browser. It doesn't show up on the app. Uh, you can sub for 99 cents, 5 bucks, or even 10. Obviously, you don't have to subscribe, but it's always appreciated when someone throws a few bucks your way for all this free content because lord knows i got bills and i'm poor uh if you can't afford to subscribe you know tell a friend to tell a friend about the show just share you don't have to you don't have to subscribe at least you know share the content um on today's episode we're gonna be talking about some gaming stuff of course uh we're gonna be talking about music and then we're gonna be talking about some life stuff i got some pretty good questions there um so uh, without further ado let's get into the episode 10 all right so in the gaming portion of the show uh i want to kick the show off by starting off by saying that um I've come to the conclusion that the NBA 2K community is the worst community on the internet uh, when it comes to the gaming community. Uh, they're worse than Call of Duty. They're worse than fucking League of Legends. They're worse than everything. And I'm talking about YouTube, Twitch, all that shit, bro. Um, and the reason I've come to this conclusion is I've been playing 2K. I've been playing 2K since the Dreamcast. I didn't get everyone, but I've been playing since the OG days. Um, I really started getting back into it like when what was the one where Kevin Garnett was on the cover I think that was like 09 I think or something like that and I've been playing it like ever since um but yeah the 2k community what what the fuck is wrong with y'all bruh um where we where do we start where do we start okay uh first of all this community they promote glitches uh I don't know why uh right now for those of you unaware in NBA 2k19 there's a glitch that's going on where people can go invisible in the park and then they hop in a game and they play you invisible. They they're cheating, bro. They're using this. It, I call it the Susan Storm glitch. You know the invisible woman. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they're fucking cheating. There's this like check-in glitch. Uh, they were supposed to patch it, but the patch didn't fix it. They found another way to do it. Um, there's a bunch of other glitches. And it's like whenever the developers are trying to fix their game, they find it's like people are going out of their way to find and break the game um, instead of just getting good at the game. And of course, people are cheesing in the game. They find you know the left right cheese. 
uh fucking the dribble cheese they find all different types the screen cheese oh my god bro they just find different ways to fucking just cheese the game uh clout chasing in 2k is fucking rampant the other day i was playing 2k and uh it was just me and the crew we were just having fun on the court and a viewer ran into me and he calls himself a fan but he's not a fan bro because uh, he was talking through the mic and we could hear him and like this shit like go watch the archives on my streams if you see it this dude was such a fucking I don't, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for here is like I don't even want to say a fanboy because he's not a fan he doesn't watch my content he exposed himself when he was talking but he was so excited to basically beat me like it was like it was like the highlight of his life and like I'm just like bro we're just playing like I don't care yo this dude is trash man I'm a big fan though like blah 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 I was like yo yo and then his girl was in the background he was like yo look it up to see if he's fucking uh if he's streaming and shit like that and it's like bro if you really watch me you would know that I'm streaming I, th I think he has a twitch channel if you really fucked with me you would know I I've had a twitch channel since 2013 bro I, I would argue I'm like an og twitch streamer because twitch has been around since like 2011 uh and like 2013 so i hopped on pretty early uh <laughs> he's like look it up bro and then his girl looks me up she's like oh my god i hear my boys and then he just starts talking all this all this shit and all this i'm just like bro like i'm just sitting there with just like i don't i don't care bro like it, stop being a fucking clout chaser bro um they do that to a lot of big youtubers because this year in 2k19 if you got a verified account on for twitch or youtube you'll have a twitch or a youtube icon above your head i don't have it i don't want that shit because i don't want people following me around on the, on the park but the people who do have it they get followed around they get bothered people be trying to drop them off they be taking this game way too seriously and another example of them taking it way too seriously is record checking is a big thing in 2k19 you got record checkers bro if you don't know what i mean is oh shit i just knocked down a fucking cup i hope y'all didn't hear that uh <laughs> one one thing is what i mean is uh when you in the park if your record is a certain thing, people will not play with you. If you don't have more wins than losses, people will not play with you. So, like, it's hard for me to find a game if I'm not running with the crew. And the reason my record is fucked up is I'm not trash at the game. It's like sometimes I just want to play for fun and my friends aren't available. So I go play with randoms. And randoms in 2K are so fucking ass, bro. All they do is sit behind the fucking... They get to the halfway point of the damn court and they just shoot threes, bro. Or they'll shoot contested shots. I'm... It, the worst thing about the park, right, is I'm a center. I'm a 7-2 post-scoring center, bro. Most people who play in the park are a point guard, a shooting guard, or a small forward. So a lot of times, I'll have the advantage. All you got to do is give me the ball in the post, and I'll dunk on this little nigga, bro. Niggas will not give me the ball. They just shoot contested threes. Then they get on the mic, and they call you trash and shit like that. It's just, it's just very toxic behavior. But yeah, these record checkers, man, you be waiting on the spot for the next game, right? And uh, somebody will run up behind you, and then he'll pull out his phone. If you've seen this in 2K19, what they're doing is... They're actually checking your 2K card, which is your stats. And if your stats and, and your badges aren't to their liking, they're not, they're going to run away. So you have record checkers. And because of that, it's hard to find a game. And the funny thing is, you record checkers, y'all got to stop this shit, bro. You, people who play in the park, you're not going to the 2K league. The scouts are not checking the park. Do you know why? Because it takes no skill to play in the park. You double tap circle and you can push niggas out the way and not get a fucking foul, bro. It's, it's not a skill-based game in the park. If you want to prove your skills, go play in the fucking program. Go play in the rec. I'd be more impressed. But there's so much... Anybody can hit a three-point shot in the park. There's so much fucking spacing. Hell, I hit threes, and I'm a post-scorer, okay? Uh, and because of these record checkers, like I said, you can't find a game. And of course, like I said earlier, they only play for themselves. 2K community is always bitching about dumb shit instead of worrying about fixing other stuff. Motherfuckers was buying like $200,000... Not $200,000, but 200000 VC, which is like $50 or $60 or something like that. When the demo came out, the prelude, and then y'all wonder why they don't fix the game. I just, I, I just want to have fun. As a basketball fan, it really hurts because live sucks, 2K sucks. I'm just trying to ball out, bro. I'm just trying to ball out, but it's really hard to be a basketball fan. Stop promoting glitches. Stop clout chasing. 
Stop record checking and just play the fucking game. I would if, if I had a suggestion, I'd say get rid of the records in park. If records weren't in park, people would not take it as seriously. For some reason, people think they're going to get a scout or a sponsorship or some shit like that from having a good record in the park. You won't. You're a loser. You're a basement dweller. Fucking get rid of the records in the park and there will be more people in the park just having fun, being more carefree. If you want to keep records, make something separate. Make a make a ranked park mode where tryhards can go the fuck over there and worry about their fucking record. Uh, it's supposed to be an arcade mode and it's being taken way too seriously. I thought that's what the crew was supposed to be. I thought the crew was you and your friends get up in a party, you form a crew, you can dress similar, get you in your outfits, and then you play ranked park. In the trailer, that's what they made it look like. But if, for those of you unaware, the crew that they, they have, all that is is you get to dress the same way and then you go play in the park the same shit. Basically, you get to be a boy band in the park. That shit is fucking stupid. Get it together. Damn. Anyways, uh, <laughs> here's something that I was thinking about um, that was on my mind. Here's one of these things. Uh, nobody submitted this question. This is actually a topic I came up with myself. I think about this all the time. Does anybody else like think about things like, yo, this would be great if it came out in a different era? And what I mean by that is what's considered bad today, in my opinion, would probably be considered great back then. Like, here's an example, right? Duke Nukem Forever, a game that is universally panned by everybody. Everybody says it's trash. But if Duke Nukem Forever came out in 1998, would we be saying the same thing? Because remember, every year, the bar, I don't say every year, but every generation, there's a game that come, again, come along that comes along and it raises the bar. Games like Mass Effect, games like The Witcher 3, a game like Metal Gear Solid, um... You know what I'm talking about. The greats. The legends. Um, so if Duke Nukem came out in 96, would it be? And then would we consider it now a legendary game? What's another shitty game? I don't know. All those shovelware games that came out on the Wii U. Like if they came out in 1988, today, in 2018, would we consider it an amazing game? That's some food for thought right there. Once again, the bar raises every year. And back then, the bar was so low what we saw was amazing because if you go back and you play games now a lot of games that you played as a kid well i don't know how old you are but a lot of games that i played as a kid i go back and play them in their fucking ass bro i mean if you come through to the streams twitch.tv slash the black okage shameless plug uh you remember i think it was like late last year i streamed sonic adventure 2 sonic adventure 2 was one of my favorite games as a kid i thought that game could do no wrong i played it as an adult one of the worst fucking games I ever played. You constantly... There was there were so many times where Sonic would just fucking run through the damn floor and I'd fall through the map. There was bad hit detection, so like your little Sonic boom move wasn't fucking working. Or your homing attack, that's what it was called. Uh, the, the story was cheesy. It was it was all just really bad. It was really fucking bad. Even as recently, in my uh, like a month ago, I streamed... Um, it was like a month and a half ago. I streamed Jack 2. Now, Jack and Daxter still stands up to me. It, and that's because probably because it's a simple platform. Let me get a swig of water here. My mouth is dry. Ah, a little ASMR. Jack and Daxter stands up in the test of time. But in my opinion, Jack 2, I think the story still stands the test of time. And some of the gameplay. Okay, so with Jack 2, what, what's good in the game is really good. But what's bad in the game is really fucking bad, man. And it's like it takes going back to actually play that game for me to realize it's like, damn, it was it was some moments. If you and you know, if you was in the stream, it was some moments where I was like, how did I beat this game as a kid? I was legitimately getting upset. Like 
It's like Grand Theft Auto for kids, but there's too many fucking floating cars in the street and the driving missions were awful because the cars operate like Watchdog 1 cars where everything's on soap. And so you're just running into everything. There was like one mission where like you were in this um you were in these docks in the middle you were in these docks in the middle of the hood and you had these narrow hallways, not hallways but these narrow walkways that you had to work your way through. But the problem is the military, the local military kept dropping down hundreds of troops on you and it was infinite. You had to keep moving because they kept spawning. And you were getting hit from all angles and i forgot about this but in jack 2 you can't aim your fucking gun the, it was auto aiming there was a laser on your gun and you had to point the analog stick that way but y'all know if you ever played on pc and then you go back to analog stick the analog stick is not accurate at all it was hard to fucking aim in jack 2 so you had to jump up hit circle and then fire to do that little spin move that would just shoot in all directions and just hope you hit something bro it literally took me like an hour to beat that mission it took me like an hour to beat that damn mission where i had to fucking uh, there were like those bombs in the water and you had to uh, like get rid of them they were like mines and you had to get rid of them that mission took me like an hour I almost pulled my hair out that mission with the whack-a-mole with Daxter that made me damn near pull my hair out I was ready to cry bro I was like how did I beat this as a kid uh, and it, it, sh it just goes to show you how soft we become as gamers you know uh, not I'm playing it, it shows you how much like game development and game design has progressed to make things more streamlined and more intuitive but a lot of shit back then man it's just like i don't know dog this shit ain't for me man this shit ain't for me so it's just some food for thought like if i was to go back to fucking roman times with duke nukem forever if they didn't lock up my black ass because they probably would would i be considered a genius would duke nukem forever be the greatest thing i would have to bring a tv with me because obviously there were no tvs and there was no way to generate electricity to all right, all right, not 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 Roman times, not Roman times. Okay, if I went back to 1955, after they got done yelling at me and calling me, you know, the end bomb, and I showed them Duke Nukem Forever, would the U.S. military want me bring me on as a genius? Would I be the one to design the nuclear plans? They would want me to, because they think that I'm a genius because I know about Duke Nukem Forever. I don't know. I don't know. Just a, just a food for thought. It's just some food for thought. I don't know. Next subject. <laughs> um, fucking Google announced this thing called Google Project Stream. They're trying to get into the streaming game, not like Twitch or Mixer, but uh, streaming games. I don't know if you guys remember that service on Live, where you could stream games from anywhere. There's another service that recently came out, but nobody's really talking about it. They they had an event where they flew out a bunch of big Twitch streamers and YouTubers, and literally nobody talked about it afterwards. Y'all gotta stop doing that as companies and find people that are actually genuinely interested in your product. Otherwise, it'll flop. All right, so Google Project Stream. Uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to allow you to stream AAA games at the highest graphical fidelity and the highest frame rates from the cloud. And not only from the cloud, but from the Google Chrome web browser. And the first game, it's currently in beta. The first game that they're, they're doing is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, so right now you can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey from the Google Chrome web browser. You do not need some impressive hardware. If you have a computer that can run Google Chrome, you can run the game because everything is being offloaded to their servers in the cloud and then it's being projected to you um, with super low latency, high graphics and all that other stuff. Um, they said you need a 25 megabit connection, uh, which I found to be in really interesting because at least here in America, uh, Internet is ass for the most part. If you live in a major city, you can get good Internet. But if you don't, you live in a smaller market, you're tough out of luck. You'd be lucky if you even get internet. Uh, Y'all probably don't even have fucking telephone lines and shit in hospitals. But you, you know what I'm talking about, like states like Missouri and fucking Wyoming and shit like that. Uh, but if you live in the big city, you can get internet. But even still, most people do not have a 25 megabit connection. Uh, that's pretty... I don't want to say that's high because I got Fios, but that's high for most people. I'm just curious to see, will this work... Uh, 
because it's Google or will it flop again? I once heard that Google is an advertising company that has that likes to do other projects. I don't know if you guys noticed Google likes to put out a lot of projects, but most of them flop. I mean, you have some things that success here and there that succeed here and there, like the uh, what's it called? The Google Chrome stick. I love my Chrome stick, uh, but most of their shit that they make, I don't know if y'all noticed Google products flop all the fucking time. And that's, it goes back to what I said. Google is an ad company. They make most of their money selling ads, but and they like to do projects on the side and they hope that they do well. But uh, well, I get you can consider Android, too, because Google and it owns Android. That's another success story. But most products that they put out, they flop and they disappear. I'm curious to see will people attach to this Google stream? Uh, how many people can it handle before it becomes too much? What's the pricing going to be right now? It's in beta. Uh, you can sign up for it if you want and you can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free, I believe. At least through there, I think. I don't know. Uh, just Google. Google Project Stream and you should be able to try it out. Um, streaming games has been whatever to me. But because Google threw their hat in the ring, I think things are about to get a little bit more interesting. We're going to have to see how this one plays out. Um, and last but not least, what I got on my gaming side of the notes is Capcom announced a Mega Man movie since the last podcast. Um, and guess what? It's not animated. It is not animated. It's going to be a Mega Man live action movie you did not hear wrong i repeat it's going to be a mega man live action movie meaning real humans are going to put on that stupid ass blue helmet and that big blue dildo on his arm and fucking mega bus people and shit that sounded really weird <laughs> where am all my mega busters out there <laughs> um and since they announced the live action movie uh i don't know when it's supposed to come out they didn't give any release date it sounds like it's still in early development they just announced it. they're probably still just writing a script they probably haven't casted any people to play characters so i was sitting there thinking i was like hmm this should be pretty good i might as well throw some uh throw some characters out there so who could play mega man i don't know i don't know might have to come back to that one i do have some ideas for for robots though so yeah anybody who's played mega man you know you finish the level and then at the end of the level you fight the final boss which is one of the uh one of the robots from what is his name dr wiley or some shit is that the good one or the bad one i don't know i'm not a super mega man fan i think it's dr wiley uh you fight one of dr wiley's evil ass robots and then you get his ability at the end if you if you win so that's how the formula has always worked for mega man so naturally there's going to have to be robot bosses in the movie and i was thinking who could play some robots um the first suggestion i would say for playing a robot would be mark zuckerberg um you guys know him he's the owner the creator of facebook or the co-creator of facebook um i don't know if you guys saw the congressional hearing he had uh over facebook security and fake news and all i don't i don't really know what that shit is about but uh mark zuckerberg is he's a pretty good robot did you guys see the way that he drunk the water like when he drunk the water at the uh, congressional hearing it was like this is you could tell he was thinking right he was like this is how humans this is how humans drink water, right? <laughs> or like whenever he gives an answer, it's a very, very straightforward answer. Oh, you know who else could be a robot? What's what's the, what's the quarterback who recently retired a few years ago for um, played for the Colts and then oh Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning could be a robot. He already has a big ass head, so he just puts a metal on it. And he'll look just like a fucking robot. He likes to give robot ass answers. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your game plan? And what, what what were you was going through your mind when you won the Super Bowl there, Peyton? I tried. Good answer, Peyton. Good, good answer. Um, another good robot would be Hillary Clinton. Yo, Hillary Clinton. Not only is her personality robotic, like she's just a boring bitch, but <laughs> she could have some great attacks, yo. The emails, the emails. She could have like a special attack where like she throws like like I don't know if y'all remember um Naruto. 
the girl who was in the Akatsuki, I forgot her name, but the one with the purple hair, and she could turn herself into paper, you could make Hillary Clinton like that. Like, she doesn't have to turn into paper, but she could control, like, emails. Like, like it could be like a little digital energy that's the shape of an envelope. And she, like, spreads it all over the fucking level. And she shoots it at you, and she says, bitch, stop asking about my emails. And they said that what? They said Hillary had, like, 30,000 emails. So, if if you don't defeat her quickly, she can easily defeat you because she can shoot over 30,000 projectiles at you. Think about that. That would be fucking crazy, bro. That'd be fucking crazy. Um, another good robot. Uh, oh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard would be a good robot. Y'all saw his press conference for the Raptors. <laughs> his little weird-ass robotic laugh. Bruh. Imagine having to get to the end of the level and you just see Kawhi Leonard at the end of the level bouncing a basketball looking mad as shit. And then things get quiet. And then it goes, dun, dun, dun. And then the, like, the screen goes completely back. You can't see Mega Man. You can't see Kawhi. And then you just hear... Kawhi's voice with a bunch of reverb on it. <laughs> and then he starts throwing basketballs at you. <laughs> like he starts, he does, he has like an AOE attack where he throws like a bunch of basketballs into the air and then they fall down onto your head like fucking uh, old girl from uh, Paragon. Like, or any other MOBA basically. Any archer basically in a MOBA. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That AOE attack where the arrows come raining down. He rains down basketball and every time he does it, he. <laughs> I mean, those are just some robotic choices. I think Mark Zuckerberg, Hillary Clinton, Kawhi, Peyton Manning, those are all some really well-known robots in human society. Um, who could be Mega Man, though? Who would be destined to put that big, stupid blue helmet and blue dildo on your wrist? I don't know, man. Are there any good child actors out there? I don't know. Maybe make them, J make, make them black. Make them Jaden Smith. I feel like Jaden Smith would enjoy putting that stupid blue helmet on. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all let me know. There's no comment section, but you can tweet me. Who should play Mega Man? And who would be some good robots? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. This podcast is awful. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, moving on to the life section of the goddamn show. All right, so before we get into this, you guys know how I rock if you've seen a previous episode, if you haven't. Whenever I talk about real life shit, I like to give a disclaimer. What I'm about to say is not law. It is not factual people ask me questions and i answer them to the best of my ability it's up to you you can do whatever the fuck you want and the first question comes from a twitter follow me on twitter at mr underscore i keep it real shameless plug uh as mckay likes to say <laughs> uh and it comes from at ovo scrap and he asks what are some tips for becoming well-spoken uh and this question was kind of hard but i wanted to answer it anyway because i like to think that i'm pretty well-spoken um it's it's this question is loaded right what are you trying to say and this is the problem with the internet when you tweet something context matters and it's hard to it's hard to judge context when things are in text like you know like the tone of what he's saying or how he wants to explain it so i guess i'm just gonna break it down in multiple ways like there's multiple ways to become more well-spoken first things first you got to come out your comfort zone i'm gonna assume you're young um you got to get out there and do, like when i was young i did a lot of public speaking i uh, like I said, I was in leadership club when I was a kid, so I had to give a lot of speeches. I was the captain of my wrestling team. I was the captain of my soccer team when I was a kid. Um, what's the name? I gave a lot of like speeches in front of like colonels and like generals and stuff like that about like the current status of like uh, certain things uh, when they would come uh, to like the military base the uh, YMCA used to go to. Uh, so I have a lot of experience with public speaking, and then, of course, you know, like book reports and shit like that. Um, so the main thing is you want to get yourself out there as much as possible and just speak. 
you cannot become good at something without doing it. Um, a lot of times we as people, we uh, spend a lot of time researching, 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 and we never ex we never execute what we research. What good is what good is um, acquiring a bunch of knowledge if you never apply it? Um, that's what I would say to you. Uh, I don't know what the solution is. I'm, I'm going to assume you're young, so make sure that when you're in school, you, any chance that you get to speak in front of your class, speak. Uh, I don't know. Maybe go to like some um, poetry open open mic sessions. I don't know. Or you could do like some poetry and just like speak in front of people. Or like, especially like those zones, they're very judgmental free. People just want to hear people speak. They just want to hear some jazz music and have a good time. Um, see if there's like some clubs you can join at your school. Um, and another like kind of aspect of being more well-spoken is expand your vocabulary. Uh, me personally, I don't use a lot of slang. I do use slang, but I try to limit it. You got to learn how to code switch when you get older. And what code switching is, is um you know how it is when you <laughs> when you're applying for a job you know you got your white voice oh yeah i love animals yeah yeah <laughs> so, it's like, so like you could be applying for fucking smoothie king or some shit so why you want to why you want to work at smoothie king yeah i just i really wanted to make a banana strawberry smoothie for the rest of my life i just <laughs> you know when really you just need some fucking money you know what i'm talking about that, that code switching so it's important to learn how to code switching so i would encourage you not to use a bunch of slang because at the end of the day one day you're gonna have to fill out a damn job application you're gonna have to do interviews um and then when you wish your people you know you speak a certain way you do you in, you in another area you speak a certain way you know be a chameleon that's what i am um and that's what a lot of other people are uh so expand your vocabulary and the only way you're going to expand your vocabulary is through reading uh i know a lot of people don't think reading is cool but it's the best way to uh become smarter uh i, I was once told that um it's like people forget that your brain is a muscle and when it comes to like the physicality of the human race like we understand that we need to go to the gym or you don't necessarily go to the gym, but you need to exercise and you need to tear your muscles, which is weightlifting in order for them to get stronger. You, basically, you need to challenge your muscles in order for them to get stronger or you need to run an extended amount of time in order for your lungs to get stronger. You need to challenge them. We as humans understand that physicality side, but a lot of times a lot of humans don't understand that your brain is a muscle and you need to exercise it as well. And the way that you're going to exercise it is you need to read more. Now, um, I, I've said this on stream before. Uh where people where i feel like society at least in america fucks up is we are taught that you have to read a certain thing in order to become smarter at least that's what i was taught when i was a kid i don't know how it is for kids now but i was taught you got to read certain things and they will make you smarter and if you're of my age group i'm 28 if you're around my age you already know in fucking like middle and high school they used to always tell you you got to read this new york best time seller and you got to read this and you're going to become smarter and like whatever bro um and to be honest, I had I actually had a reading problem when I was a kid uh, in elementary school. I was behind on my reading and going into middle school. I was uh, no going into high school. I was behind on my reading. So I was actually in remedial reading class, believe it or not. Um, I know but I'm like well spoken and shit. Um, and this is one of the few this is, and I can count on my hand how many good teachers I've had in my lifetime, believe it or not. I've probably had like three to five good teachers. I've had some really fucking asshole, just bad teachers. Most of these teachers out here don't give a fuck. Um, and they're fucking it up for the good ones because teachers deserve to get paid better. But this is one of the in my remedial reading class. This is one of the few good teachers that I ever had in my life. And she taught me that where society fucks up is, like I said, we tell people that they need to read X, Y and Z in order to become more a better reader or well spoken. When in the reality is you just need to exercise your brain. As long as you're reading, you're growing. Um, and I was like, <laughs> when she taught me that, I was like, "Word!" I was like, what you mean? And she's like, well. Like I said, I had a reading problem uh, when I when I was in ninth grade, I think I had uh, 
I think they said I had like a sixth grade reading level or some shit like that. Uh, and she explained it to me. She's like, I can tell just from speaking to you, not only do it, not only from, she's like, my teacher's like, I can tell not only from speaking to you, but the way you speak to people, your innate sense for timing and how everybody loves how funny you are. She's like, you're not stupid. I was like, she's like, I think you're bored. I was like, thank you. Somebody understands me, bro. I remember in the sixth grade, my teacher told me I needed to read Harry Potter and she put the book on my desk. I threw that shit. I was like, I ain't reading this fucking witchcraft shit. Shit looks stupid, bro. And a lot of people love Harry Potter, but me as personally, I don't give a fuck about that shit, bro. And you're telling me I have to read it or I'm not going to be an intelligent person. That's what I was literally told in the sixth grade. I would never forget that shit, bro. I'm like, it's like they're, they're trying to indoctrinate you, basically. But this teacher that I had in the ninth grade, she told me, no. She's like, I think you're just bored. She's like, you're clearly not stupid because I've always, I was I, when I was younger, I wasn't a strong reader. But I was, I've always been well-spoken because I always talk to people and shit like that. So I would say you need to read more. And what she told me was, she's like, you just need to read something that interests you. Because at the end of the day, as long as you're reading, that's going to make you smarter. I was like, word? She's, she's like, yeah. She's like, what are you into? I was like, I'm into like gaming and like comic books and stuff like that. I wasn't I wasn't too heavy into anime like that back then because uh, anime was still kind of Naruto was coming out around that time. And of course, everybody knew Dragon Ball Z. But all you had was like Toonami and like Ronin Kenshin and stuff like that. And Yasha. But it wasn't that big back then when I was a kid. Um, so I was, I was mainly into comic books and, and gaming. Uh, she was like, OK, she's like, well, do you have any like magazines or like books about gaming or do you have any comic books i was like hell motherfucking yeah well she's like i give you the permission to bring that to class today i mean i bring you i give you permission to bring that stuff to class if you want and during reading time you can read that so i was reading game informer magazine i was reading fucking marvel shit during class and by the time the end of my name at the end of my ninth grade year when i was done with that remedial reading class i had jumped from a sixth grade reading level to a college reading level and i was in the ninth grade she's like i knew you weren't dumb i was like it's it, it was clearly obvious it's like you just needed better guidance so that's the main thing i would say make sure you're reading it doesn't matter what the fuck you're reading you honestly you can read playboy but i don't know if anybody's ever read well playboy has changed they're not about nudes anymore back when i was a kid when they were nudes i once went to the magazine section you know look here a little kid a little perverted ass kid i want to see what it's about yo don't sleep playboy got some good articles in there like besides all the naked women they actually have articles in there like it was actually surprising to me so whatever the fuck you want to read read it if you want to read about learning how to code go for it if you want to read how to fucking sew go for it as long as you're reading daily it could be fucking news reports you need to read daily and it's you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to read that's how you become well spoken you need to expand your vocabulary make for make sure you're speaking in front of people and uh hopefully that helps hopefully you will be straight um Let's move on. The next question is coming from Alex Alvaro, and he needs a little bit of help with his family. This one should be interesting. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, TBH? So um, I'm in a situation right now. Me and my cousin used to be really tight. We used to be, we, we grew up together. We used to do all kinds of shit. And, you know, life happens, so we went our separate ways. And as I recently, I started going back home more often and started getting close to him again. Well, my last time I visited family and friends back home, I saw his girl with another guy. And she was clearly doing something that she wasn't supposed to do. So my question is, if you were in my situation, what do you have done? Would you have just keep living your life or you would have grabbed your nuts and tell your cousin about it? Because right now I have no idea what to do. I got you, bro. In my opinion, I'm snitching. Most times I'm not snitching, but in certain cases, this ain't snitching, bro. This is your blood. If it's your blood, if it's your homie that goes way back, 
you gotta tell man you gotta tell because at the end of the day if if you was dating someone you would want somebody to tell you this close to you um i think the main thing with this one is it's how you approach the situation right because uh, i mean at the end of the day that's his girl i doubt you know her like that and you said that he she clearly was doing something wrong with another guy but you don't know what she's allowed to do so i would say and i'm I, first of all i don't even know what you mean by that but I, i'm just gonna say go into this situation de delicate okay tell your cousin but i wouldn't give any like definitive answers like don't do anything to make him mad i, I would say i would just pull him aside and be like hey yo cuz like is such and such your girl be like yeah it's funny because i was in the gym and i seen her with another dude and i seen something that looked kind of funny i was like you might want to have a conversation with her but i wouldn't i wouldn't go to him like that's how i would approach him but like i wouldn't go to him with some like definitive shit like hey yo cuz i seen your bitch she was fucking another nigga bro get that bitch bro like i wouldn't do some shit like that because you're just you're just throwing flames there's smoke there clearly because you're leaving this question but you don't know if there's fire you really and you clearly say but you really don't really know 100 what's going on so i would say you know give him a little nudge and let him know but don't throw don't throw uh what's like gasoline on the fire and make something bigger than because it might not be nothing and you don't even know and then the day nobody knows until he has a conversation with her um and also another reason you want to tell him is because if you don't and she really is doing something with another dude then it's going to make it awkward for you because, you, like you said, you and your cousin are tight. You guys are always around each other. That means she's always going to be around you. And if she's always around you and you know she's doing something, it's always going to be in the back of your head and it's going to make shit awkward. Then your man's going to be like, yo, why are you acting a certain way like, like around my girl? And then like, oh, you waited six months to tell me? Why didn't you tell me? when? I don't know how long they've been dating. I spent, oh, oh, my God. If they have not been dating for very long, definitely tell this motherfucker. So then you can just get that shit out the way. I can understand it being hard if they've been dating for years and shit like that. But either way, you should tell them that's your blood. You don't want to make things awkward. Also, you don't want him marrying a chick who's cheating anyway. Imagine, imagine he marries this chick and it turns out she is cheating. And you go to the wedding and you sit in front and center as one of his best men and you got and you know in the back of your head she was doing something but that's on you so i would say tell him just handle the situation delicately be sensitive to him because i don't know how your cousin is i don't know if he has an ego some dudes have egos like you might tell him yo i think your girl might be cheating no man no girl would never cheat on me man i'll be slanging his dick bro like i like different dudes are gonna they're gonna react a different way but i personally would want you to tell me just, you know, tell him a certain kind of way. Don't give, like, no definitive answers. Just give him kind of a nudge. Be like, yo, I saw something suspicious, man. You might want to have a conversation with her. That's what I would say how to approach it. Be mature about the situation. Don't be extra about the shit. And uh, also tell him, keep your name out of the situation. <laughs> you don't want her running up on you. <laughs> if it turns out she is doing something, just be like, yo, when I, when you approach her, be like, yo, I heard through the grapevine. Uh, especially if she didn't see you, right? I don't know the situation. I don't know. You saw her doing something. Well, what you perceived as something. But did she see you? So be careful with that. That's what I would say. Simple answer. Hopefully that helped. Um, moving on to the next one. This one's actually pretty fucking funny that someone actually left me this question. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. Uh, it comes from Left Hook God. And he wants to talk about some hair and growth tips. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, what's up, TV Gates? Uh, my question is... Oh, you got your dreads. Um, I need some tips. I've been going on here for like a year, and I'm not getting much progress. I feel like Waluigi's trying to get smashed. 
This man is funny. He said it's like <laughs> Waluigi trying to get into Smash the way he's trying to make his hair. All right, so your hair ain't growing and you need some tips. I The reason I said I thought this question was funny because if you come through to my Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash the Black Okage, shameless plug like McKay, um, you'll know that like according to my demographics, like 95% of my audience is male. And I find it hilarious that if you come through to my stream, you'll constantly hear ask, people ask me, why is my skin so clear? Uh, how, how do, what do I put in my hair to make it grow? Cause my dreads are long. Uh, I just think it's funny that dudes, it's, it's got me to the point where things like, damn, should I make a view channel? Like, like apparently dudes out here are seeking this knowledge. Like I might as well share something or something like that. But, uh, yeah, for your skin, drink more water. Stop eating that candy. Uh, <laughs> I drink a lot of water, but, uh, he's asking about hair. He said he's had his dreads for a year. Uh, they're not growing. So a first things first, you just have to accept the fact that genetic genetics do play a role into these things. Um, I know that feeling. I remember I was on YouTube when I first started growing. Damn, I hit my mic. I hope y'all didn't hear that. Uh, I remember when I first started drawing my dreads, I would watch other people's quote-unquote dread journey on YouTube, like the videos they would post, like their progress. And I remember there was this one dude. He'd been growing his hair for a year, and his hair was almost to his ass. It was so fucked. He looked like like a like a like a um like a Jamaican. Like his hair was down to the, on the back of his damn near his ass and shit. I'm like, damn, only a year. Like I've been growing my hair for a year, and like all I got is these damn little baby dreads and shit like that. So. You gotta, the first things first is you gotta stop looking at other people's growth. Don't compare your growth to mine or to the next man. Your hair is your hair. Those are your genetics. It is what it is. Now, genetics aside, you could be doing some things that are not helping your growth too. Um, and the first things first is one thing most people do not know about dreads. There's a common misconception is if you have dreads, your hair is dirty. When in actuality, if you do your research in order for dreads to dread well properly, your hair has to actually be clean. I wash my hair at least once a week. Like, <laughs> um, if your dreads are new, I would say like maybe once a month because you don't want the twist coming out. You're gonna have to rock with that. But I wash my hair at least once a week. Uh, it's a bitch to dry because water gets in between your hair and shit, and it's just hard to dry dreads. But make sure you're washing your hair. The cleaner your hair is, the faster it will dread. Also, when you're washing your hair, um, what's the name? Mix salt in. Salt helps uh, knot the hair together quickly. Uh, I remember reading that a lot of people like to go swimming in the ocean that are trying to grow dreads because the ocean has natural salt water and it'll help dredge your hair. But you don't have to do all that shit. When you wash your hair, make sure that you're mixing salt in there. Sea salt, by the way. Sea salt specifically. Not that cheap shit with the little the bitch with the damn uh, umbrella and shit. I'm talking about sea salt. There's a difference. Um, also, when, uh, when you wash your hair, do not use any type of um, products that are going to leave a lot of residue on it. You can't be using typical over the over the uh what's the word over the counter shit that you, everyday shit that people will be using you're gonna have to use shit that's specific to dreads do not use like them cheap ass brands like jamaican mango and all that other shit you got to get online and really look up products and shit like that uh what i use to wash my hair is i use a natural baking soda and apple cider vinegar rinse uh so basically what you want to do i know this sounds funny please do not laugh at me but uh, i do not wash my hair in the shower because uh, i need to actually drench my hair and like get make sure it's getting stuff's getting in there so i bought a kitty litter box <laughs> I have a kitty litter box and I fill it up with water and then I pour um I pour half of what's that shit called uh, the box of baking soda I pour half a box of baking soda into the water and I mix it then I just I basically flip my hair into it and I drench it wash it for like five ten minutes and then you rinse it out then I do it again because I like to use the whole box of a uh, what's the name of uh, baking soda especially if you work out and your hair like it's sweaty and shit like that make sure you wear a headband if you have dreads um when you work, if you work out, make sure you're wearing some type of headband or like a bandana 
on your hairline so to make sure that uh you don't you're not getting sweat into your hair because that can make your hair stink uh what's the name i use um i use like this scrunchy thing that i got at the store it's, it, it has like a wicking material so it keeps the sweat from getting at in your hair but yeah make sure you got something on your hairline to you can use a bandana if you want um but yeah uh baking soda to actually wash the hair and then after you wash your hair uh, of course change the water uh and when you change the water, you're going to notice how dirty it actually looks. You're going to realize like it's it's a really good rinse. Look this shit up. Apple cider baking soda rinse. After that, I fill the water back up. I fill the uh, kitty litter box up with more warm water and I put uh, apple cider vinegar in it. Um, and then I that's to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's the conditioner for your hair. And it, it cleans your hair, but it also makes it soft. So you don't want your hair to be all soft. So the apple cider vinegar is to cleanse your hairs and uh, make it soft. So that's what I use. Apple cider vinegar rinse. Make sure your hair is clean. Your hair will dread a whole lot quicker. Uh, if you don't believe me, look it up on YouTube. Baking soda, apple cider vinegar rinse for dreads. It's one of the, I, my hair. It feels so good. If your hair feels so clean and it's cheap too. Baking soda is like eighty cents to like a dollar. I mean, I get I get the store brand shit, and it's like eighty cents to be honest. Uh, and then apple cider vinegar, you can get like a bottle for like two bucks, and that'll last you like a few months because uh, you don't have to pour the whole thing in there. Just pour like a cup into the uh, into the into the water. Um, and I do this by myself. You can get somebody else to wash your hair, or you can do it by yourself. At first, I had somebody washing my hair, and now I now my hair is long enough I can do it myself. Um, and then let's see. Oh, my my bad. After you do the rinse, after you do the baking soda and the apple cider vinegar rinse, you have to hop in the shower and rinse your hair out with more water, and then dry your hair. But yeah, uh, make sure you're getting all that shit out. Another tip I can give you: if you feel like your hair is not growing fast enough, uh, try taking biotin daily. Biotin is a uh, over-the-counter. Um, it's not a med, an over-the-counter like vitamin, I guess it is. Uh, and it helps with nail growth and hair growth. Um, a lot of people take that. At first, I was taking that. It definitely does help. Um, I, the average person, the average person grows a fourth, no, yeah, a fourth of an inch of a hair. I think I read per month. But if you take biotin, it'll it'll upgrade it to your hair growing to about a half an inch to an inch uh, per month. Uh, your hair is not going to grow super long every month, but biotin will speed it up a little bit. Uh, it's actually very cheap. It's a couple bucks. You can get it. You literally can get it anywhere that has like a vitamin section. It's called biotin. It's spelled B-I-O-T-I-N. B-I-O-T-I-N. Biotin. Very cheap. It's good for your hairs and your nails. Uh, make your shit healthy. And of course, you got to oil your shit daily. You got to oil your shit daily. I use a mixture of oils. I bought a little spray bottle. Um, what do I mix in there? Um... I have olive oil, uh, which is really good for moisturizing. Tea tree oil. Tea tree oil is really good because uh, it moisturizes, but also cleans your hair. It cleans, it ki it kills germs and like bacteria naturally. Um, and then I also use um, black castor oil. Uh, I mix those three together. I shake it in the bottle and then just spray on your hair daily. Once in the morning, once in the evening, you should be good. Don't overdo it. Don't put like a ton of it. But a little bit in the morning, a little bit in the evening. Uh, and that's what I that's what that's the main things I would say to help you grow. Some of it is you're just gonna have to wait. You're just gonna have to accept that the process is slow. So A, wash your hair with an apple cider, baking soda, vinegar, rinse, uh, biotin, and oils. You're gonna have to play around with the oils that you see what you like, but that's what I like. That's what I would recommend. Um, and that's all I got. Hopefully that helped. Hopefully that motherfucking helped. And last but not least, what I got on my podcast notes is the music section. Since the last podcast, a shit ton of music has come out. The Carter Five dropped. Everybody's talking about it, and the new Bobby Biracial, um, a new a new joint album from Davies and Styles P dropped. Uh, some other sh Anderson Pox got a new single out that's fire with Kendrick Lamar. Um, 
there were some other albums that dropped, but the two that I listened to this past week, because I really like to digest music before I talk about it, is the Carter Five. Um, uh, to be honest, I'm not a, I'm I'm not a big I'm not a big Wayne fan, and it's not because of, like the recent music that he put out. I actually don't think Wayne has changed that much. I think the audience has changed up on him. Um, people are just tired of him and they don't want to admit it. Like he's always he's always rapped really fast with like a high pitched voice since the Carter two and just said a bunch of shit that doesn't make sense. Now does that mean I there's song there's songs that uh he has that I don't the, there are songs that he has that I do like, but I would never call myself a fan. Same thing with like Gucci Man, if that makes sense. There are Gucci Man songs that I like, but there's not enough Gucci Man songs that I like that I would ever call myself a Gucci Man fan. You know what I'm saying? And then I put Wayne in the same box. Like there are songs that I like on this album, but for me, album was pretty much meh uh let me open my spotify and see what it was i know for sure probably my favorite song was uproar um and I, to be honest i'm not sure if i like that song because of the sample i think it was a swiss beat sample or something like that they used an old ass beat from like the early 2000s I think it was like some bad boy shit i was too lazy to look it out but i know i heard that shit uh i was surprised i actually liked the song dark side of the moon with Nicki minaj i was actually surprised by that because i don't like her at all um that was all right um everybody loved the fucking uh what was it, the song with Kendrick, Mona Lisa? That song didn't really do much for me. Maybe I need a few more listens. I've listened to the album at least five times already. Uh, but it didn't really do much for me. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I, liked, I liked the song with Snoop. It was a dope niggas. Some of it was all right. Song, Carter Fire was all right. It's worth a listen. It's worth a listen. Listen to it. it it's middle of the road for me. It's like, um, it's kind of like how when I say when I review games wait till the price drops it doesn't mean it's a bad game it's just it ain't worth 60 like i would say you know go into it listen into it listen on spotify don't expect anything amazing but it's all right like he still can rap he's still doing his thing um so i would say give it a chance uh and the new bobby biracial album dropped what is this shit called again hold up uh let's see logic he needs to change his name to bobby biracial uh oh young sinatra four so he dropped his fourth edition of young sinatra sorry i had to uh, get this little sway my mouth is dry young sinatra for once again it was all right um these days i'm not a big logic fan i really liked his first two albums i even like that space one so i like like there's like three albums that i like from him and i like some of his tapes but i don't know man like ev- that last album he put out everybody that shit was just fucking just awful to me bro that shit was just that that shit was all lives matter the album bro like uh, we get it nigga uh this one i guess he was trying to he was tired of the biracial jokes and shit we're not i'm personally i'm not but he was tired of the biracial jokes and i guess being called a cornball so he tried to get back on his boom bap shit for young sinatra 4 the production on this is fire i love the the beats on this but uh the actual rapping hmm, uh yeah, I wasn't really feeling it that much. Uh, the flow was fire. The flow was fire. I think the beats and the flow carry this to where it's very listenable. But once I, if you actually listen to what he's saying, he's not really saying much to me. Like, we get it. Like, your dad was on crack for the thousandth time. Um, your life was hard. We get it, bro. Uh, I, I think the most disappointing song on here was Wu-Tang Forever. First of all, Drake has a song like that called Wu-Tang Forever. But also, this man managed to get an entire Wu-Tang fucking feature. He had Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, RZA, Method Man. He, he had everybody on the Jizza. He had everybody on this shit. And somehow this song was whack. What the fuck? How does that happen? I love the Wu-Tang. How did you do this? How did you do this, Bobby Biracial? I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if if 
if this if this album was an Xbox game or like a PlayStation game, this shit would be achievement unlocked. Get a feature from the whole Wu Tang Clan, and somehow it's still whack. Uh, I did like the song uh, Young Sinatra for the the production on that one. Shit was fire, and his flow was fire on that one. Um, what are the songs that I like? I liked Everybody Dies. Um, there were some songs on here that were very pop oriented, like the hooks and shit. That shit was awful to me. Uh, the song with Wale was alright. Uh, it's, it's worth a listen. Give it a listen. It, it, once again, uh, it, it goes in the same boat. It means it was alright. It was alright. Didn't really blow me away, but it, it kind of came across as like um, he was trying. Everybody was making fun of him so much for the everybody. He was trying really hard on this album to impress people versus making music just for himself. And hopefully people enjoyed it. It didn't really feel like this album was for himself. It was this album was more like an anger album, like shut the fuck up. Like every beat, I can still rap basically. Like every beat was like this, uh, it was purposely picked as like this, uh, boom bap shit. And it's like, mm, uh, just make music for yourself, Mr. Bobby Biracial. And man, get, get back to under pressure, bruh. Get back to it. Like I want to hear shit that feels personal, not some shit. Like, don't get me wrong, this album feels personal, but it feels personal because it feels like he's just responding, like he feels attacked. And I don't know, it kind of, it was kind of off-putting for me on the album. But uh, whatever. You ask Logic fans, he's the greatest rapper of all time. Uh, right now I am listening to that Davies and Styles P album. Next week I'll probably talk about that. Uh, there, if there's any other music suggestions, tweet them to me that I need to listen to. Uh, make sure it's not trash though, uh, and I'll listen to it. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got on my podcast notes. Uh, I know this one wasn't as good as last week's, but hopefully it helped somebody. Hopefully it was somewhat entertaining. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, know that we are available on iTunes, Spotify, and other all other major podcast outlets. Um, shout out to the 12 people who subscribed to, to me uh, this week. That shit was crazy. Like uh, I don't know if you guys know. So whenever I get a new subscriber, I get an email and I get notified. You have a new subscriber on uh, fucking Anchor. Uh, and I kept getting emails all throughout the week and like the whole time, every time I got a fucking email, it got to the point where I was just like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to the 12 people that are subscribed. Hopefully more people pick up uh, the show and subscribe to it. You gotta go to anchor.fm slash the black Okage. Uh, keep in mind that you gotta be on the web browser to subscribe. It does not show up on the app. Uh, so thank you to guys for subscribing. Thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you to everybody who shares the show. You do not have to subscribe, but the least you can do is if you're enjoying the show, tell a friend to tell a friend to check out Hokage Thoughts, man. Because I'm trying, I'm trying my best to uh, make this weekly. I know I don't have super interesting topics every week, but I'm trying. I am fucking trying, guys. Um, and that's all I got to say. So once again, thank you for checking out the show. This has been another episode of. Okage Thoughts. Thoughts.